Hello, you are listening to episode number 38 of The Eleventh Hour, a weekly podcast about Rancid. I'm Brad Rose from Foxy Digital. And I'm Sam Mellencon from Debacle Records. And each week we pick a Rancid song and talk about it and all our complicated feelings. So this week was my pick and after last week which was a song that i'm remembering indestructible oh it kind of as always a weirdly contentious not contentious but anytime we talk about indestructible it's i don't know doesn't leave me feeling good let's just put it that way um so kind of had to go like this is if we're talking like mount rushmore rancid songs for me, this is one of them, and it's GGF. This is not Judge O'Dan, this is not Hollywood Park. When the field's wide open, I think the horses got the biggest hide. Yeah! Let them roll, let them ride, let them go down them tracks. Let all we bless and troll, let them wonder exact six for long, four fillers and three males, three years and one. And who bears us up? Well, I wish you luck. Okay, so GGF or Golden Gate Fields um, was, of course, on Rancid 2000, written by Tim. Um, it's the last song on the album. When it came out, kind of felt like maybe it's the last Rancid song ever, and I still think it would have been the most awesome move to like never make another Rancid record after this. Um, partially because they made a bunch of not <laughs> of great records, but um, it's just yeah, and so and it's like I'm sure there are others. Well, I can think of one, but this is like to me like the most Tim song like ever. Yeah, like this is this is like if you were trying to get an understanding for like who Tim Armstrong is like, listen to this song. Um, it's well, maybe this or like in journey to the end. Like those are the two that really come to mind, which is now interesting to me that I'm thinking, yeah. about. I'm like, those, oh, what, does, yeah, that say, exactly. what does that say about yeah. me? Uh, <clears throat> and so, yeah, I mean, it's this song, like to me, like this, it's, it's two things. Like it's, it's very, it's this very specific thing and all this like horse racing stuff. Right. But it's like, to me, this song is like pure emotion. Like, it's the emotion of this song. And it's like... Yeah. I I, I always think of the line of, when the field is wide open, I'll pick the horse that's Big got heart, the biggest yeah. heart. And that's like, to me, that is like the Tim Armstrong ethos. Yeah. Like, and, and, and it's a thing I relate to so much. Like, when I think about my own life and my own... Especially, and I think, like, honestly, this is a song that's come to mean a lot more to me in recent years than it did when it came out. And because I think about, like, so much, well, you know, not to get too deep, but, like, there was a period in my life where I was very, like, closed off emotionally. Like many of us are, and especially, um, I mean, we could, you know, get into the whole thing about talking about, like, masculinity Mm -hmm. and all those things that we i mean but that's like you know um and it became a big problem in my life and i went to therapy and like it changed my life in the best way and a big part of that was 
uh, it opened my empathy and my, and just my, like it developed my emotional intelligence. And like now I'm very much more in tune with it. And and it's like such a driving force of what I do is like, when I think about how I respond to and write about music, it's like that emotional response and feeling I get from it is way more important to me. And this is the thing, like I will return to something because of that versus like, Oh, like this is technically cool. Or like, you know, uh, you know, I mean, there's all sorts of reasons to love stuff like music, but like that is anyway. So every time I hear that line, like it just like gets me like right in the fucking gut. Cause it's like, God, yeah, that's like, if like all things being everything else being equal, I'm going to go with the thing that's like, and that could be a bad thing too. I mean, that's how, you know, not to re, uh, well, I was going to say beat the dead horse. That's a little <laughs> too on the nose for this. Episode. But, but you know, I mean, that's how like, you know, fascists get mm-hmm. to you. And that's, yeah. how they, they appeal, um, but they anyway, appeal to that, that sort of your special sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally agree. Like, like this is the best example of Tim can write a song saying very specific words about one thing and you will come away being like, oh, I know exactly what this song is about. And I have, I might not even know any of the words or I know that these words aren't what he's saying. Like, like, and I know that's not mm-hmm. like some magical, like, oh my God, poetry, you know, like who, who, who would have known, you know, metaphor, you know? Like his greatest weapon. (laughs) But like, yeah. Okay. Like, yes, Mm. let's, 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 let's indulge the simple idea of like metaphor and, and, and sort of these, these language tricks are actually pretty novel and impressive in a punk rock band doing this hardcore record. Right. And yeah, like the feeling of the song comes on, you know, exactly what it's about it's 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 kind of a nostalgic song towards his youth he grew up around yeah. the Skullgate fields and he's talking about these old men picking horses and he's kind of himself in the modern day pick, you know kind of watching the horses and you get this feeling and like none of that's even all that ex, you know explained and it's about horse races and let them run let them go and you know like right. uh let them you know all these you know bet on them and i who measures up and it's about you know, it's about, you know, being in a rat race, horse race sort of vibe. Who measures up? I wish them luck. Like, you know, like this is, right. this is, could be about everything. This is life. This is, this right. is the rancid in the nineties thing. This is all the, and you know, it's a, uh, and you know, and it's just, he, it's got this great, I, it's kind of the epitome of the rancid hoedown era, right? Too. Like it's got that. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, rockabilly yeah. baseline guy, kind of walking baseline, going through the whole thing, and everything's kind of like riding this. Well, then the breakdown yeah, on the bridge. Everything's kind of like riding this top, like, this oh one riff, God. and it's either they're playing it high and fast, or they're playing it step back, and he's talking over it. Right. And it's got this great, you know, the brilliance of it is that it's never really about any one thing, and then it, of course, you have the bridge, and then you That's have this whole contrast of there's the Golden Gate Fields, and then there's the kid. We went to the Golden Gate Fields with as a kid, and yeah. whenever he's back in the East Bay, Big L, and and then also his voice when he comes in is so chewed up, and it's you know you can't mm-hmm. tell if it's because he's emotional or just because he's been smoking and drinking, but like 
and playing these, this record. And I feel like this is the song where the maybe apocryphal thing of like one take comes in, you know, that they would just yeah. play the record straight through every time and they got t- different takes. Right. I feel like this <laughs> is the song where they just played it a bunch because you kind of feel like there's things they would have done differently if it wasn't so perfectly emotional. Right. Like it, it, the emotion of this take, it feels like one big take. It doesn't feel like they. No. Eh. Especially when it gets to that break. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like the, when it gets to the end of that, like the, I mean the, like, I would never, yeah, like, like whatever, I would ever forget, forget big, L. big L part. And then he's, it's just like, you wonder like how much I, of that I, mean, I, I get goosebumps now. right yeah, now. Exactly. Thinking yeah. <laughs> right. And he's talking about the, this kid that's like, Hey Tim, remember me? And it's like a kid, you know, kind of a, probably a doofy dude who like grew up with him. Right. And he's still in, kind of stuck there and back in 73 he's like he's like and how could i ever forget this guy and then he's gone like you know he rides up on his little sister's pink hand speed and right that's and like yeah that whole section is just it's it's like the best of like those those little details like little sisters pink 10 speed like and you can imagine this guy named big l right on this little but like it's and just, you're shifting time periods i think there you're going back to 73 yeah. and you're coming back to now in 2000 or 99 or whatever it was and and he's like saying every time i go back you know like we're in that area of the east bay and i see big l and i i, I haven't forgotten him and but like you know he's fading kind of into the distance because i'm sure things aren't great for him and and so it's this you know like kind of love letter to this probably working class probably not doing great guy you know maybe that's unfair but i i get that vibe you know whether or not well and i think you can also even get take the vibe of like then he's well, gone yeah like exactly that's what i'm like, saying then like, he's dead. i'm not <laughs> right, sure yeah. if he's going to be dead or <laughs> right. is dead you know but like right he's gone like a flash like a, he just like melts back into this world you know and yeah. and i see Miguel come rolling off the street is sort of tim's you know loves kind of high drama like he gets you know it all crescendos in this moment when he's like he's like you know it's very cheesy but it's awesome and it's so moving and it was just the whole song about like you know i'll pick the horse with the biggest heart like i don't you know have all these right old men are betting on all these people and manipulating this horse race but like i don't give a shit i just want the best you know the nicest yeah. like it, there's so much packed into it and it, again it's like ooh, oh my god metaphor like like we're so moved by like but because the music is so simple and the and emotive and dynamic and there's they're crashing in with such speed and this whole record has been just like rushing past you and they kind of slow right, down it's like, and it's all like 
Yeah, it's like all barreling towards this yeah. moment. Yeah, uh, and it's just and it's <sighs> it, well, and it's so rare too in that sense, and, and I think it's part of why this hits so hard is like everything is like I said, it's going towards this moment, towards the end of, the, and and it actually it like lands and it pays off. Yeah, but so many times you think of you know where it feels like a band is doing that, and then it doesn't quite get there, and then it kind of leaves you feeling a little you know ambivalent about it or just it doesn't and you, you, quite... you see, like you see them trying it and you're like mm, i see that like this is such a obvious yeah. move to have this be this big finish right like and even if you go a few songs back like it goes it does this run from like young al capone okay that's the large big like last rave up and then like right. reconciliation is the big last matt song and then it goes into golden gate field like you feel like they're like all getting their bowing out moment on the songs, right? And like, like it feels manufactured, like in the way that they, not in a bad way per se, it could be bad, I guess, but in the way that like they sequence very intentionally, and then this is the last one, and it does right. that like kind of slow down the hoedown and talk over the thing with the for the big L part, and they got all the, <laughs> you know, and it's like, and right. that could be the cheesiest thing ever, but. Yeah, because it's so emotive. Like you can literally listen to the song for the first time, not know any mm-hmm. of the lyrics. You'll probably understand the big L part, but just like barely grasp the then he's gone like a flash and feel the like dynamic rise and fall of the song. And then of course the thing where you right. haven't talked about like where he literally signs off the record, right? Uh, like, <laughs> and you'll be like, okay, I get that song, and you might not mean as much to you because if you're not a rancid fan or you didn't listen to that whole record but like i think it's amazing how much you just feel i think that's a really you know like i think that's a really good point i think that that is part of it's one of those things that i mean and you you were saying this it's like it's it's kind of obvious and it like on the surface and it but the fact that yeah you can the way like the way the melody and it's the way the speech all those things i mean he could be mumbling mm-hmm. and some would argue that he was, Tim yeah. is always mumbling <laughs> right but it's like like you said it doesn't matter like you would still you would still get that feeling from it just because of like the delivery and the whole like and it's you know and then when it the like especially on the like this is not the i guess that's the course part this is not churchill town like it has this um, this like larger than life feeling yeah. to it and it's just and and it is. I mean, this song. It's this song more than anything. It's about it's about the feeling and it and it and yeah. I think you you. I think if you you know listening to it, the whole record and then it comes like all those things like enhance it. But if you just listen to this song on its own, you've never heard it. I think you're gonna at least feel some of that. And it's and yeah. I- that's a, that's impressive. And it's got such, like, it is really cleverly phrased, too. Like, uh, it's kind of got a, like, a trick that's, like, a Clash meets the Who trick where they go. They do this thing where they go, um, God, I'm, I can't sing and I'm not a musician. But they do this thing where they, they don't resolve and they keep going, and you can count on that. And, you know, like, that whole thing where he sounds like Bob mm-hmm. Dylan for a second. And he, like, and, right. and every, um, every line built, like, arpeggiates up. But doesn't resolve, right? And he does this yep. like over and over. It loops back on itself and goes, bah, 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 and it's really fast. And then he goes, um, 
this is and it hits the this is not Churchill Downs, this is not Hollywood Park. And those are these big ringing chords with big hits on the drums. Yep. And it slows back down and it goes boom. Yep. Boom. Very who, very like um old school garage right. like like uh, arena rock almost. Yeah, I mean it and it's yeah, well I mean it's like it builds that tension and then yeah, lets exactly. it go. In like, like very and classic and it, like, you know, again, we're like being manipulated by very classic music like almost musical theater things, but it's such a like tiny room version of that like you're so close to them you right. know what i mean like yeah i don't know i it, it's it's very expertly crafted to feel like you're running alongside them of course like it feels like a horse race like it has that that speed but then he relaxes and go like it's okay i just i just want this isn't the world isn't these racetracks it's it's just people you know like and it's yeah and like the world really fucking sucks in the world. It's like full of people that are just like goons taking, you know, stealing from each other, basically. You know what I mean? And, and like, they are these, like this is, there's, you know, the, the, the truth of like, what, who the fuck, nobody gives a shit about big L, you know what I mean? Like, like he's just here. It's just like, choose him up and spit him out. And and like that sort of side of rancid has always been, when they're political, they're political from this kind of populist, again, which is why it kind of feels worrisome sometimes, but it's also the best of them, right? Like It's so humanist mm-hmm. and so good and so complex and goes like, like, this is also the way of the world. It sucks, right? Like, yep. and it, and it kind of admits how complex it is. It is, you know, it's like, it look how painful it is, but also look how complex it is. And I, I don't get it. It's above my head, you know, kind of admits that it's kind of like, I, you know, here's this crazy machine that just eats people up. Um, and I just, but it does all of those things in this like three minute song that's about horse racing and Big L. And it's like, <laughs> but you know it from the second you heard it, what it was about. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, right. like, it is, it is a fucking triumph of a song. It is yeah. so good. It is so good. And again, like, I think if you're not, I don't. I would love to know what people think about the song. Who listen to this pod? If if people are still on this podcast, who kind of are on a rancid discovery journey, you know what I mean? Like like right, right. I I'm yeah. so curious. Like, does this song hold any weight to them at all? Because as a rancid fan getting into this song, it's like, yeah, that's peak Tim. This is this is right peak. Why you emotionally give a shit about Tim? Why that you care about his politics? Yep. Why you care about his people? Why you see his... why his why his fuck ups upset you so exactly. bad? Like why you care? Why you see that like he <laughs> has these emotional ties to people who maybe he shouldn't because he kind of cares about these idiots too much. You know what I mean? Like you know he gets his nose away because he's got this kind of emotional. He wants right. to take care of these people. You know, like there's there's. I see all of that in this song, and I see his, like, goofiness of, like, how much of a, like, he wants to be on stage, you know, kind of directing this, like, musical theater song about himself, you know what I mean? And, like, like, and it works. And all the way down to, and yeah, and all the way down to the end to, like... Okay, yeah, this is exactly. Rancid of signing course. off. Like, he literally like, takes a bow at the end of that's... the thing, and he says, "This is Rancid signing off," and he doesn't say, "This is Tim signing off." He says, "This is Rancid," you know, because he's very right. like of the group. Well, and yeah, and I mean, it's and he is he's the leader. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, so, so he he's both. the one who can <laughs> yeah, sign off exactly. for the band, right? Uh, yeah, it would be weird and, if other people were doing that, and then 
Right. If Lars did it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be the I same. I don't think it would be the same. Yeah, I think like, they all could do it, but it wouldn't be the same. It, it would feel right. like Tim let them do that or something, which is so such right, a weird right. thing, but it's true. <laughs> but like, and they kind of ride off in the sunset, and you're you're completely right that like, man. What if that was the last Rancid song ever produced? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't want them it, to not have a career. You know what I mean? Like, like that's an unfair like well, kind of like. And to be, and to be fair, I mean, you know, when you look at because they, you know, they're still touring all the time. When you look at the set lists, it's mostly two thousand and earlier stuff that they play. Like, there's a few, you know, like they'll play some songs from Industry, but it's like they're mostly playing Out yeah. the Wolves. Right, so they could have never done another song and then just toured, <laughs> like, and not. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, it's, I it, again, know. it's but kind it of unfair to them. They get to write their songs and, or and just do their thing, or just or just change the name of the band, just become a new band. Yeah, kick Lars out. Thing, you yeah, know. No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's I totally makes. But like, yes, it, it would have been one of the more impressive like discographies ever. And it would have been such an incredible mood, sign mode to like oh. be like, we'll see you guys later. Okay, bye. And it's just like, yeah, it would have been amazing to be like, wow, that was the last time I heard Tim like sing on a Rancid song. Yeah. Uh, and it's so, you know, I think a lot of people are like, wow, I can't believe you did that. It's the cheesiest thing I've ever heard. And it's like, yeah, but you like, it's like the core of liking Rancid is going, yeah, but isn't that great? You know, like, like getting over yourself right. enough to be like going like, yeah, but he like he has no shame about it. Like he he loves that he did it, you know. And I love I love. No, it I think more, yes. you know like. It, I think so, and I think I mean because I think you know we talked about this a lot with uh and just with some of the later their later period mid period I don't know what they <laughs> call like the, the three albums yeah. after this before Troublemaker that part of what doesn't hit like land for you or either of us and and people disagree and that's totally fun, but it, it just feels less it, it feels none of those records feel like they don't give it like don't give a shit but in a good you know what i mean like they're, they're just like this is like yeah i'm just gonna do what i want to do like this is i this is what i feel this is what i like yeah this is what i want to do so i'm gonna do that and like there's not they're not second guessing themselves they're not trying to prove themselves you know, yeah right like and so and it's because yeah i mean if someone described this song to me and like it's it sounds absurd yeah. But you, as soon as, you know, you hear it, it's just, for me anyway, it's just all of the things that could, like, derail it and be wrong with it are the things that make it great. Because they, because Tim, I mean, he he threads the fucking needle, like, <laughs> it seems impossible. Um, But yeah, I, I mean, it's, uh, I, I fucking love this song. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. It's a wonderful song. It when you picked it, I was a little worried that I was like, oh, I'm gonna come back to it. It's not gonna feel the same. And it's like, no, nah, it's it's it, it does the job. It's so good. It's a perfect ending to a weirdly perfect album. And it, I don't know. It's so good. it's so good. It is yeah. And it's just like yeah. It and it, it does exemplify like why. I care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and why? Yeah. Why it's yeah. hard to and why, and why Tim Armstrong yeah. is such a and it and you know I mean for me it's like it's it's yeah it's always more about Tim than it is anybody like I mean the ha- like 
I feel like I don't think it's, I guess it didn't have to be like I mean I'm not and I'm not discounting like Matt and Lars and whoever the drummer is at the time's like role and all of it but I mean it's like if you can't you're gonna the only you're gonna like live or die in your feelings about Rancid on like how you feel about and handle like yeah. Tim because because if you if you think Tim like if you can't if you think there's like nothing redeemable about him or you think like then it's and, and that's legit like don't get me wrong I mean you know think what you're gonna think but what everybody else brings to the band can't overcome yeah, it's interesting like i don't think there's probably a ba- uh, a fan that's like i love ranted but i'm not a tim fan right <laughs> i could see people being like i love ranted i'm not a matt fan or i'm love ranted and lars doesn't really do it for me but like i don't think there's a lot of people in this world that are like i love the hell out of ranted but i don't but not the uh, tim songs tim, <laughs> but not the tim song yeah I don't, or, I don't think that exists yeah and if, and if you and if you are out there, let us know because that would oh, be yeah. really I would, interesting. I would love to know. Yeah, yeah. I, that's unfair of me, maybe, but yeah, I don't. I don't. Think I so. would wonder how you man, like how you can manage to hold those two ideas. Yeah, exactly. Are you? D- did you just like a compilation songs? Or are you really a like rancid fan? You know what I mean? And and, yeah. and I don't mean that in a gatekeeping way. I just mean like like do you right. really consider yourself a rancid fan? Like it, it would be a hard. A hard thing to say i'm a rancid fan and not like this weird part of the the tim experience is is such a big part of it <laughs> for me so um yeah no i it's a wonderful song it's kind of yeah. it's 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 so ephemeral what makes it good so this is one of the ones that it's like right i really want people to go back and listen to it i really think it's like if you are a neophyte to rancid going through rancid 2000 a couple times and then really paying attention to the back half sequence and really mm-hmm. listening to the song is like such a rewarding way to get into this part of rancid um i also think it's just funny that um we did indestructible last week and i know that, that's one click back like you yeah know, like indestructible has a lot that song there's a lot to like but it's kind of a mess of an album and a mess of a song and thematically it's such a, a mixed message because mm-hmm. it's like about all these things that like so much happens between these two songs for me about Rancid. You know what I mean? Like, this is the height yeah. of how much I love Tim and Rancid. Not that bad things weren't happening during this right. time, but from a listener's point of view, this was the height of me being like, holy shit, these guys are incredible. And then being like, oh, man, I'm." it's like it's all kind of coming out, and it's it's sort of they're uh-huh. they're reflecting on it in song and they're you know like it's all t- painted with this sort of oh like it's, i just i'm i'm i i can't go back sort of feeling and so there's this like gap in between those two songs is such a huge gap you know between indestructible and yeah and like what a wild step that is that if you just like put all their songs in a playlist and played they're one click apart you know what i mean like right well and 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 i and i yeah i mean for me it's like and that's why you know i keep coming back like i'll be great if they just this is it they walked (laughs) away um because to me the the drop off is so steep and like and but that's why it's always you know we've talked about this how there's there's a large amount number of rancid fans who indestructible was where it started for them and that and i and when i hear this and then you know 
it's so hard for me to get my head around like god but you never heard any of this and then and 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 like and so you know but it's just it's yeah again it doesn't make them like less or anything i'm not saying that but it's just there it's it feels so different to me like the those phases of yeah, it's um, interesting that it's like it's almost like are we fans of the same band? And I don't mean that in any judgmental way, other than just like that's kind of an interesting thought experiment, right? Like if you're a fan of the three rancid albums after this, right, and that's your main introduction, you're like, ah, I like some stuff on it, Outcome the Wolves, but I don't really like 2000 or Life on Way. It's like, are we even fans of the same band? I know, <laughs> you know like, <laughs> right? What a cool kind of interesting thing. I wonder if there are people like that that would listen to this pod and be this far into it but um well that's, <laughs> yeah, that's haven't been that's like fair shut point. up guys i know god talk about fucking honor jesus yeah. we gotta figure out a way to uh god, is there an honor yeah. song i can pick it's not like i'm married to my pick for this next week do we know that even, there's an I, honor song that people like i don't know oh god i i don't I, i'm like having to pull it up here yeah me I don't too know that i can name a song other than the title track oh evil is my, my friend head. is from that Ugh. I don't, I don't, yeah. There was one of them. I, I is that There's the one, one that everybody liked? Is that the Skull one? Let me listen real quick. Yes. There's one that reminds me a lot of Screeching Weasel. <laughs> I don't remember what it is, but there's one that it came on one time and I was like, did this, did I somehow add Screeching Weasel? This? Yeah, break down to that, that kind of very honky tonkin Skull song. Uh, was, uh, I don't know. I, can't, I don't know. Yeah, I think we maybe need like. <laughs> to, so, I need to like pick a song. Ma- hey, you know what we know. should do for okay? Make your pick, and then next week, yeah. let's both. Is this kind of? Oh, we could do the thing we did before, where we pick a song. What do you wait? What do you mean? Sorry, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <not>. <laughs> I mean generally yes, we pick a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shush, shush, shush. I meant when we go with both. Isn't with that dominance. what we did with um, Roll yeah. the Dice? Or, <laughs> we uh, both picked what we thought was the best song. Uh, yeah, I'm, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, yeah, I'm, you can I'm, modify well, it. I don't okay, want to say what, the best song. Do? Like that's because I don't want to overthink this. I don't want to put no, no offense. <laughs> Got it. That I think was just a like lot. listen yeah, to yeah. it a couple times if you can, or once even, and just. Right, and then let's each it. pick a song, and then if we pick the same song, great. If not, we can maybe not. We'll do two in a row, or yeah. we can maybe then have a short conversation. And say like, you know, be like, why'd you pick this? I picked this because, and what, be like, oh no, I think yours. That's a better call, and so we can maybe. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, want to. Okay. I don't want to do that. two honor episodes in a row. I'm sorry. Well, it might be the one of those ones where we can uh, yet recorded. Well, that's true. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll we'll we'll, yeah. we'll play it by ear, but. <laughs> make your pick and then next week we will each bring an honor song to the table and then kind of see how it plays out (laughs) (laughs) all right um well i was not being very creative with my pick and (laughs) i i don't know maybe there's a better pick but i i what was coming to mind a bunch uh while i was thinking about it this morning to be honest was I I just wanted to do antennas. Uh so staying on two thousand oh. and just do uh one of my favorite um early singles from this same record. It's one of the shortest songs. I was gonna say, is it even a minute? I think it's like just yeah, over a minute. 
Yeah, it's like a minute long, and it's uh, yeah, good emblematic. Angry I love that song. Song, it's it's great. Uh, I love it, and uh, yeah, we have. I mean, very probably quick discussion, but that's yeah. I don't know. It, it's you know the. I, I let's keep the the train rolling on the wonderfulness that is. Uh, 2000. Yeah, because then we're gonna it's gonna all go downhill after that. So <laughs> maybe not. Maybe we'll, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not feeling super e- like expectations. I'd be, are I'd be low. shocked if we suddenly were like just the production on honor is gonna be hard to get over. But like, I'd be so shocked if one of us were like, and I don't want to like <laughs> preclude it. But like, oh man, I'd be shocked if we were like, you know, it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I mean that hasn't. <laughs> happened with anything i mean troublemaker that happened with well, troublemaker but, but that wasn't but, even a, like i didn't even have an opinion on it i just assumed it was i mean you know like i didn't yeah like i had i i've i've tried honor enough in the last year to have an opinion on it and i yeah yeah it. yeah exactly like this isn't like we're, we're blind it would have to change, yeah, our opinion. Right. Totally. And then, so. you know, I mean, I had an opinion on Indestructible, then it kind of started to change, and now I actually feel like I like Indestructible less than I did to start. And so that's been interesting. But that's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, okay, uh-huh. Antennas, that's a good one. Um, yeah. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at RancidPod. And... Uh, let us know what you think about the song. If like, are, I don't know, does it do the same thing for you? And if you're, um, there was some other question we had to respond to in this episode. And I don't remember what it was, <laughs> yeah, that, that, but that was the main one. That's basically, yeah. yeah. So other than that, uh, happy new year. I guess shit, we already wish you happy new year. Like we're recording this in 2023, but I think we've already had an episode air. So I fucked that up. Um, yeah, it's still happy new year. All right. What's the rules? How far, how far into the year can you wish somebody? Happy I don't know, but I did year? find out today that it is, um, Christmas Eve in the Orthodox church. So there you go. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. And I kind of remember that cause my daughter has a friend who, um, she is from Montenegro. And I mm-hmm. remember like a couple years ago, like when they first became friends there, her mom was telling us like, oh yeah, like we celebrate Christmas, it's later. And so then I heard that on NPR today and I was like, oh, it's okay. They must be Orthodox. I, anyway. I didn't realize. Yeah. So it's like a whole thing. So today's Christmas Eve and tomorrow's Christmas and they have, uh, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. Anyway, this has completely gone off the rails. So I'm going to shut the fuck up and then I'm going to see you in the fucking pit. Okay, this is Rancid, sign it off for now. Until next time, we'll see you guys later. 